It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey. Oh my God. Here we go. WNRQ Nashville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley Davidson Studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. Welcome in, friends. Glad you're with us this morning. It's Josh and Battle. How you doing today, Battle? I am fantastic. I feel as if the city heard our cries yesterday because that green light was working this morning. I think the green light was permanently on. <laughs> when I pulled up, it was red. And okay. I was like, I was like, crap, here we go again, because there was like six cars in front of me. When I pulled up, it was green, and usually that green line only lasts like two seconds, and it yeah. was green from, and not only when I pulled up, it was green when I was coming up to Mombrian, I could see it already green, I'm like, oh great, I'm not going to catch it, it's going to be right. red. No, it was red, it was a green the whole damn time. Now, if only there are cries about our studio stuff. Ah, well, I think you got a better chance of... Uh of growing wings and flying away than anybody caring about that. Possibly. Glad you're with us this morning. It is day three of Tech the Halls, your chance to win AirPod Pro. The AirPods, the little earbuds oh, that go in your ear. Uh, we have those at 810 today. 810, your chance to win an Air, or do you say an AirPod Pro or AirPods Pro? Well, there's two of them. They go in your ears. You listen. Go. 105.9 The Rock. Here's what's in the news today. You should know on the Josh Innes Show. All righty, Battle, what do we have today? Well, it has officially uh, started. The booze on party buses is no more. Ah, here on December 1st. Not only is it the real start of the holiday season and Christmas music is blaring, our local government officials are screwing small business owners. They are. Happy holidays, kids. And here's what's happening. So Metro Police Department are going to be enforcing this. Uh, According to police, there's going to be six officers and a sergeant going to be hanging out around entertainment transportation pickups and drop-off locations ah. uh, to remind them that, hey, you guys, you're not supposed to be drinking, ah. and anyone who violates this ordinance is subject to a citation, which carries a $50 fine. Well, I want to make sure then they go into every bar and make sure there's nobody drunk in public. I'm fascinated by drunk in public, right? Because mm-hmm. literally everyone in a bar is probably drunk in public, oh. yet you cherry-pick certain dudes that are drunk in public. If we're going to sit here and try to dime people out for having people having a good time on a damn bus, then I want you to walk into Aldine's, and I want you to walk into Luke Bryan's, and I want you to walk into Old Red. All that. And I want you to make sure that nobody's having a good time. If you're going to screw these small business owners, screw everybody, you hypocrites. And while you're at it, officers, why don't you make sure you're uh, patrolling the streets down there so uh, tourists aren't getting mugged or getting hammered and riding their scooters into the back of buses uh, or people aren't getting jumped with wooden boards or people aren't getting shot or stabbed in downtown. Let's focus on that instead of trying to crush small business owners. But I see I'm a big I'm a big fan of the cops, right? Like I support yeah. police officers. I think we do what we all do here. I guarantee you those cops that are going to have to be on that beat and patrolling that are like, I don't want to do this, bro. I don't want to kill It's like the mask thing when they're like having to force that. They're like, I don't want to do this. They're making me do this because of our bureaucrat, lousy politicians and these these interest groups that want to kill these small businesses. I have to do it, bro. I don't want to do it. And again, I'm not trying to speak for cops, but like cops are pretty cool. Like they get a bad rap because of athletes and entertainers in Hollywood telling you that they're scumbags. Cops are good people out there Mm -hmm. for the most part, and they're trying to do right, and they're trying to serve and protect. They're doing their job, right? They don't want to go out there and stop people from drinking on party buses, man. They don't want to be out there on that beat. They don't want to be out there having to be the 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 guys who are killing fun, the murderers of fun. They don't want to be doing that. I guarantee the cops that have to do that are like, oh, God, I'm sorry, guys. I feel like, I mean, look, what do you want me to do? I got to do my job. They don't want to be the ones out there doing that. So no. I'm not going to rip them, but these politicians are the worst. Well, and here's the thing that I sit here and think about. So you, you see these party buses. They're not going to be able to serve. They're not going to allow to have booze on it so your people are gonna get blitzed out of their mind before they get on this party bus well it's the same concept as what most sec football stadiums exactly used to be. Uh, like when i went to lsu you couldn't have alcohol so you either had to get really blitzed outside which of course we all did like yeah. hammered drunk then you had to find creative ways to sneak booze into the stadium mm-hmm. like oh wow my wife has a brazier that somehow holds like a liter of alcohol Wow, that is neat. Or you would you know, tape a flask to your inner thigh. There was always some way to do it. But what that 
that led to do is binge drinking out exactly. in the parking lot, which is not healthy, which is not safe, because you got to keep your buzz that whole game. Mm-hmm. So you got to try to get as drunk as you can. But let me tell you, there's nothing worse than going to an SEC football game before these new uh, alcohol rules uh, went into play. Yeah. Going into a game blitzed, like, all right, I'm going to try to ride this thing out. Game's three and a half hours. By the third quarter, you're like asleep. You're like, oh, I'm coming down. I'm coming. I can't do it. What do Kinda I do? Kind of like you the other night at Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly <laughs> like I did at Thanksgiving the other night. All right, what else you got? So uh, yesterday we talked about how Mayor Cooper is wanting to bring Nash- uh, NASCAR to Nashville. The big uh, award show is happening this week in Nashville. The burnouts, I believe, are tonight. And uh, it actually passed. Everything the deal is happening. Bristol Motor Speedway reached a deal to bring NASCAR back to the fairground speedway. And so uh, this is actually a cool thing because they're saying that uh, it would generate about a Hundred million dollars uh, annually in economic activity, and uh, there's like some terms of the proposals, like they're going to have to redo the uh, the fairground speedway. It's going to have to accommodate thirty thousand people. Uh, there's a thirty year term on this. I mean, it's going to look really, really nice. The way the photos look, it's kind of like that city around uh, Atlanta's truest ballpark. Yeah, what do they call that? Not ballpark village. I forgot what they call that area there. There's a name for their ballpark. You being the Braves fan and you being at the stadium, I've never been to it. I'd figure you yeah. know what they call that. No. Uh, I forgot what they call it, but it's very cool. So that's good. That there's nothing wrong with that. That's a positive thing. Positive economic impact. Of and course, all you're going to hear is people bitching about how loud it is, but still, it's positive economic impact. And they're saying like some other stuff is like updating the sound and making sure it's going to be great. And I mean, there's some other stuff like uh, there's a guaranteed maximum price, so you're going to know what you're getting every time you get in there. It's not going to be like oh. Jeff Gordon's going to do some charity race, so it's a thousand dollars here, and this race is twenty dollars, so it's going to be guaranteed. It's awesome! So hey, excited. I, I would imagine a lot of our listeners are excited about that. You excited about the return of NASCAR to the fairground? 615-737-1059. 615-737-1059. That is your phone number to get in today. You want those AirPods? We got them for you at 810 Tech the Halls. Who else is giving you badass stuff like this? Nobody. It's just 1059 The Rock. Van Halen, we're jumping. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's Classic Rock. Josh in his show, NASCAR coming back to the fairgrounds. Let's go to the phones. Jeff is in Lebanon. What's up? Hell yes, I'm excited about NASCAR coming to the fairgrounds. It's about damn time. How long has it been, Battle, since there's been NASCAR there? Uh, 84, I think. 84? 84 was the last NASCAR Cup Series. So yeah. is this going to be like actual NASCAR? Like, is this going to be like, I don't know a lot about NASCAR, so like, is this going to be like if like Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon were still racing? Yes. This is that yes. level of NASCAR. Yes. This isn't like the little yes, trucks or be, anything. Yeah, it's going to be the Cup Series, yeah. Oh, that's badass. That's legit. Because sometimes you hear NASCAR, and then it turns out it's some slappies you never heard of, and they're driving trucks or something. This is like yeah. legit NASCAR dudes. Yeah. Like that dude that claimed concerned. that NASCAR is racist. That guy will be racing. Bubba Wallace, yes, he'll be there. They will all be here. Like, here's the renditions yeah. of what they're going to do to everything. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. It's, yep. They're extending everything, 30000 Like they are make they are putting money into this, and it's about damn time, like you said. Yeah, Bristol Motor Speedway is a class act. If you've ever been up there, that's an awesome place, and they do one hell of a job. And I guess that that's kind of what they're modeling this after mm-hmm. then, too, huh? So, so they're doing cool. that. They're going to put up some like state-of-the-art sound barriers so the people that are around the, the neighborhoods are going to be okay, and I think they're going to limit practice to like 20 runs a year. Oh, that's cool. That's so, cool. And then you said that there's no taxpayer money going into no, this either? No, so what they're going to do is for the the funds to like do all this renovation it's going to be uh rent payment user fees and taxes paid by patrons of the venue and of course sponsorship agreement and event revenue so taxpayers aren't having to pay for that if you're buying the tickets the taxes and the fees that you get for your tickets that's helping pay for the renovations. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Ain't nothing no. wrong with that at all. That's uh, I'm psyched for this. No, I think it is. I've never been to a NASCAR race. Oh, now, it's, now, it's amazing. I have a buddy of mine that tells me, he's like, you got to go to Talladega, and you got to be in the, in the, the, the what do they call it, the pit area, yes. and you got to... You got to be all up in there, and you got to tailgate. You got to get your your RVs and your campers out there. And I'm like, I don't. I mean, it sounds to me like the race itself is pretty boring. You just go to get blitzed. You got to get blitzed in the infield, is what pretty they say. Pretty much. Yeah? I mean, it's, it's a party. I mean, you sit there. I mean, for the most part, the first twenty laps are the excitement, and then the last 
10 or like the big thing you you kind of wait for the crashes too so oh, that, that sounds morbid and terrible but uh, as long but, as nobody dies but uh, well hell they might as well let's get wild with it <laughs> uh but uh, good job uh, bringing nascar back ain't nothing wrong with that i don't see a negative in that so uh, good on them all right josh ennis show uh stick around 1059 the rock the josh ennis show here's one all five nine the rock nashville's classic rock josh in a show happy birthday woody allen you're 86 and you've proven that hollywood is more likely to forgive you for banging your teenage stepdaughter than not wearing a mask what a world we live in air o smith on the rock one all five nine the rock nashville's classic rock josh in show Josh in battle today. Glad you're with us. So I got something for you. Okay. So Brian Kelly is the new head coach at LSU. Uh-huh. And we were talking, I guess, earlier this week about Lincoln Riley's wacky contract. That is and nuts, how by they're, the way. They're like a USC is buying his houses in Norman, Oklahoma. They are getting him a $6 million house the, in L.A. The access to the private jet 24-7 for him and his family. So these these contracts are ridiculous, and I hope my agent is taking notes. Uh, but <laughs> Brian Kelly's got like a $9.5 million a year deal. Now, of course, it's not just here's $9.5 million. Right. There's a lot of factors in it. But last week we were talking about different uh, coaches and, and different um, – bonuses they have Mm -hmm. so a lot of these coaches like Nick Saban I think gets paid like a hundred thousand dollars just for winning six games to get bowl eligible which is still wild Brian Kelly gets five hundred thousand dollars to win six games that's it he should coach at Tennessee (laughs) he might get there every other year (laughs) good uh let's see that is the largest bonus in college football by the way for making it to a bowl five hundred thousand dollars uh, he also now Lincoln Riley gets houses like they're getting him a six million dollar yeah. house in L.A. Baton Rouge they're a little cheaper. They are giving Brian Kelly an interest free loan not to exceed one point two million dollars, designed to cover twenty percent of the purchase price of Kelly's primary residence. He then will have to pay that loan back. Whenever he moves out of the house, uh, and he'll have to pay 20% on whatever profit the house makes on itself, okay? And as far as uh, private jet time, while Lincoln Riley gets just, like, unlimited private jet usage, our friend Brian Kelly here gets 50 hours of a private aircraft for personal time. 50, that's it? That's it. Now, maybe that's a per year. Maybe if that's the case, that's not too bad. I mean, how many places are you going to go that require you to fly True. more than 50 hours you know, over the course of a year? Uh, but uh, and he's been spending most of his time coaching or flying to see other, uh, I guess, recruits. But get this. So I looked this up today. 1982 coaches' salaries. Like we're talking nine and a half million a year. Mm-hmm. Like Brian Kelly's never won a national title. He's making nearly ten million dollars a year. The new co- or the the current head coach at Michigan State has is is like coached two years total, and he's getting paid nearly as much as Nick Saban. Yeah. Bear Bryant in 1982. Made four hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's the, maybe the greatest coach of all time. And that, by the way, is only with a hundred four thousand dollar base salary, and then three hundred thousand with incentives that included TV and radio benefits. So for his coaches, showing everything, he made like three hundred thousand. That's how these guys used to make their money. It wasn't like the school was going to give you you know, eight million dollars. The school was giving him a hundred four thousand, which was high in money. I believe he was the highest paid coach in terms of base salary in uh-huh. nineteen eighty two. $104,000. Some of the other coaches, like you might ask uh, about, uh, I don't know, Bobby Bowden at Florida State in 1982. $140,000 for his package. Jackie Sherrill at AM made $240,000. This is all in 1982. You go down the list and look at Johnny Majors, right? Tennessee, Johnny Majors, yep. the Vols. $128,000. And get this about Bear Bryant. When he took the job at Texas A&M, I believe he was at Kentucky, then went to Texas A&M, his base salary was $15,000 in 1954 with 1% of the gate. Wow. Robert Nealon, stadium's named after him. Yeah. When he took the job, made $755 to be the head coach of the Tennessee Volunteers. That's more than what I make. Dude. (laughs) 
Then you look at Brian Kelly, and I know the world changes, and I get all that. I understand inflation. I totally get it, right? I get it. That 2021 is totally a different universe than, say, yeah. 1970. But in 1970, Bear Bryant, possibly the greatest college football coach ever, had an $80,000 base salary and got $3,000 per coach's show. He owned his coach's show. Smart move on his Brian part. Kelly is going to get $500,000 just to win six games, which means he's getting paid nearly $100,000. Basically, Bear Bryant's 1970 salary, uh-huh. Brian Kelly gets that per win at LSU. That is wild. By the way, I uh, I jumped on Zillow real quick just to look for million-dollar houses in Baton Rouge. There's quite a few. Oh, there's that Brian, nice places in my there, town. There is really nice places. I'm looking at one house right now that I probably don't think Brian Kelly's going to be at, but it's $14 million. It's a five-bed, 10-bath, 25,000-square-feet house. Well, go for it. Go if for he it. wants that. There you go. So that's amazing looking at these coaches' salaries. $500,000 just to get bowl eligible. LSU has been bowl eligible every year since 2000. So the fact that LSU has given a guy $500,000 just to win six games, man, that is wild. These coaches' salaries are getting, not getting, they've already been stupid, but my God, that's amazing. But again, Brian Kelly didn't get the, the totally, like the best package, because I feel like some of the incentives were still better, I guess, or some of the perks were still better in that uh, Lincoln-Riley contract. I really do. I need to send this to my agent and say, hey, what can we do? My deal's coming up at some point. We have the number one radio show in Nashville. Do you, do you think iHeart has a private bus that we can take somewhere? <laughs> a private bus. Uh, iHeart's like, we got a gray hat. You know what we're going to do? We'll get you an Uber. We're going to get you. You know what we're going to do? But not unlimited Ubers. You can, you can have one Uber a week, a month. You get one monthly Uber ride. And one Uber XL every quarter. Every quarter. A quarterly Uber XL. That is what you get from iHeartMedia, friend, and you will like it. Or you can drive our station vehicle for personal use. Unfortunately, it actually does not run. No. So you're going to have to <laughs> jump it every single time you want to take it. From Joshua Tree, it's you too, where the streets have no name. Josh and his show, Josh and Battle this morning. NASCAR Dude. coming back to the uh, to the fairgrounds, baby. I've been digging into more photos of what this venue is going to look like, and it is freaking awesome. Awesome. So it's going to be a big time entertainment venue, and they're going to have concerts mm-hmm. and stuff concerts. out there. And and the great thing about it, what I read online was that the taxpayers aren't having to pay for the renovations. The way they're getting the money is like sponsorships, taxes and fees when you buy your tickets, and some other things here and there. But from everything that the mayor's proposal said and they agreed on, taxpayers aren't having to do anything. Badass man, that's a good thing. Good thing. All right, people are talking about it. Let's go to the phones. Hello, Dave in Nashville. Go ahead. Hey. I just want to comment about the NASCAR race. How y'all doing? Good, man. Go ahead. Oh, man. I'm excited about that NASCAR, man. It's coming, Bubba. And so before this, obviously, there was racing NASCAR racing there 30-some-odd years ago. Uh, where was this race last year? Wasn't there a NASCAR race here? Isn't that out towards Murfreesboro? Yeah, that was like it was in it was the uh, the Nashville Speedway, and it was like in the middle of nowhere. This is going to be like an entertainment complex, a destination. Then, yeah, this is the Cup Series, man. They, you know, y'all talking about the sound barriers and stuff like that. There ain't really a whole lot around there, but with all them cars going around, man, it, it's going to be a blast, guys. No, it looks badass. I might have to take in my first NASCAR race now. We now sponsor a car. We, yeah, yeah. go oh. ahead. Best of luck. We can't get someone to sponsor new microphones. And you're like, hey, let's sponsor a NASCAR. Yeah, good luck with that. 105.9 The Rock. The Josh Innes Show. 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. Josh Innes Show. A place for junkies to go to get high in peace. We'll have that for you coming up in the news. That's coming up here in about five minutes. No need to go anywhere. We also have that uh, AirPods, those AirPods to give away. 810, tech the halls. Be listening. Got a call a second ago. Jeremiah called. He said, hey, bro, I really need my heart kick-started this morning. Can you play some crew for me, brother? I said, hell yeah, I can play some crew for you. The only rule is you got to turn it up real, real loud and roll down the windows. I don't care how damn cold it is. Crank it up to 11. Lock it in and rip the knob off. 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Kickstart my heart. 
WNRQ, Nashville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley-Davidson studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. Welcome in, friends. Glad you're with us today. Josh in battle with you on a Tech the Halls Wednesday. Much like Tech the Halls Tuesday and Monday before it. AirPods coming your way at 810. Be listening. And, of course... The Big Rig has your opportunity to win Marshall Bluetooth speakers. Oh, man, it's Big Rig. So be on the lookout for that. Or have your, not really on the lookout, just have your ears on for that. And let me tell you, that thing looks cool. It looks like a little Marshall amp. Oh, that's badass. And it's got, like, if it's the one that I think it is, it's got these knobs on the top that look like a legit amp, and that's your volume, your bass, your treble, and it is a badass amp. Like, I tried to buy one, and my wife was like, no, 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 no. So I bought a wrestling belt instead, and she's probably listening right now. I feel like you both could have benefited from the amp as opposed to a wrestling belt. We could have. So if she made that decision, I, I, she might be dumber than I think. Go. Go. 105.9 The Rock. Here's what's in the news today. You should know on the Josh Innes Show. All righty, Battle, what do we have today? So in an attempt to curb a surge in overdose deaths, uh, New York has opened its nation's first supervised drug injection center. So basically people can go in and shoot up. And uh, be under the supervision, so in case somebody has an overdose, they can be like, "Hey, hey, hey, we got an overdose happening!" And actually, New York stopped. Two you, of you know them. what bothers me? You know what bothers me? Okay, because that means they're gonna have doctor, at least like nurses and stuff. All, right. On right. So the people who are probably in favor of this are the same people who said, "Hey, if you don't get vaccinated but end up with COVID and you're on your deathbed, they shouldn't allow you in the hospital." Yet people who are junkies can go in there and do that. Can go have like a, a safe place where people go to revive them when they overdose on drugs. Yeah. Now. And there's other cities that are doing this as well. Philadelphia, I think, was one Philly, of them. Philly, San Francisco, Boston, and Seattle. They've all... Shocking that those are the cities that's happening. The big in. junkie cities. Shocking. I don't think you're going to hear, well, here in Cookville, Tennessee, we got a, a overdose on meth clinic. Like, I don't think you're going to get that in those kind of places, right? No. And it's like, like the photos that I'm looking at right now, it looks like a dressing room. Like, they have... And this is what's so wrong, is they have needles and everything prepared for them. Like, what? clean needles and everything. And it's like a dressing room, a mirror that you could see, which vein you're going into kind of thing jeez i'm just like like what? i feel bad for people who have an addiction right i legitimately yes. do because like i like i gamble a lot and like sometimes like i feel like sometimes i might be a little addicted to it i don't do it uh, too much anymore like i can wean myself off of it fortunately but there are stretches where you lose a couple of times and then you just want to keep trying to get mm-hmm. it back and before you know it you've put in a couple it's that of high. It, they, they, it's real like addiction is a real thing and i feel terrible for people who are are gripped by addiction, mm-hmm. but I mean, there are places you can go to get help. There, there, there are, are programs you can join. There are ways to do it. It's tough, I imagine. Like when you watch Drugs Inc. and you see people that that are like offering hangies to randos for 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 heroin. Like, yeah. hey, heroin's a pretty severe thing. Like, it is gnarly. And like, I I watch people get addicted to that, and I'm like, whoa, bro, that's like like I don't I wouldn't touch the stuff because you see how quickly and aggressively people get addicted. And by the way, addictions don't just start with doing heroin. Like like suburban housewives start taking pain pills for a back issue before mm-hmm. they know it, they're hooked on it, and then before you know it, they're looking for something else to get high, and they're shooting up heroin and doing other things, yeah. and then they're just caught up and they're addicted, and that sucks, right? But I don't think the answer is, hey, we know you're going to shoot up, so at least do it in our supervision right. so we can revive you. Get people help. Find them and help. That's, get them somewhere. And that's kind of what they're doing in these centers. They're going to provide connections to treatment and social services to help in their recovery. But it's like, hey, you could come here. This is a safe place for you to shoot up. And if you do overdose, we're right there so you don't die. And I believe when New York opened it, I think it was yesterday, they uh, stopped two overdose cases. And that's great. I'm happy for you. But I mean... If these people aren't going to legitimately get help and, and get better, I, I'm fairly certain this is a public-funded thing, right? It is, and they're giving them clean needles to shoot up like I showed so this you is, that. This so, is yeah. government. This is a taxpayer money then yes. going so people can sit around and shoot up. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't choose to put the first needle in their vein. I didn't choose to, to do the first line of blow or or or, yeah. or get hooked on pills. Why is it my responsibility to take care of somebody that's all hopped up on things? That's not my responsibility. You want to give them a place and you want to have it privately fun to do whatever? That's fine. It should not come from taxpayer dollars. No, and people, so people who are junkies can continue to get hot. And people in New York were all for this. They were like doing uh, because stuff, people yeah. in New York are lunatics. Battle, they're dumb people. <laughs> I know. And it's it's weird because, like you said, going back to paying uh, the taxpayer dollars, having to pay for that. 
when, you know, there's other things like, for example, the military. They need help. VA hospitals are kind of, you know, subpar when it comes to providing services to the VAs, but we're giving, you know, access and giving a little bit more love to addicts, which, yes, they need help, but so does our military men and women with the VA hospitals. I agree with that. So uh, it's it, it's stupid is what it is, but that's New York. Those people put Cuomo in office, and for a six, seven months during the pandemic, were telling us that he's the most brilliant hero in the country and everything else. Turns out he's a crook just like the rest of them, and his brother's a loser at CNN. So New York people, for allegedly being the more educated of the bunch, they are certainly the more common sense stupid. I'm through. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. A psychologist says that Christmas music actually stresses you out. Uh, more than brings you joy because a lot of people are stressed out because of maybe trauma from childhood, a bad experience, or a uh, bad memory. Yeah. So Christmas music actually makes a lot of people more stressed than happy. There is a there is a station that I do on the weekends that they flip to Christmas music for like three weeks ago, and yeah. and I'm just like I can't do Christmas music. Does it anymore. does it legitimately stress you out? Or does it does. It just like I can't you? I can't do Christmas music whatsoever. So let me ask you a question: Do you find this to be stressful? Sure, I wanna buy you. Are you I would, stressed? I would go hang out with at one of those clinics yeah. before I'd listen to this anymore. Like it's I can't Christmas do this song. Even this is like one of those like music videos, like smoky room, and he's like, three people are sitting there drinking their Jack or whiskey or whatever, and it's yeah, I can't do this. I I can't do Christmas music until at least oh I don't know December twenty fourth. You know, instead of putting these people in these uh, these clinics and like giving them the opportunity to shoot up, say here are your two options. You get clean and get your life in order, or you have to listen to the Christmas shoes on loop. I think they might say, you know what? I'm going to kick the needle. Yeah. No more needles for me. This is the way that this is the new waterboarding right here. This is this is like <laughs> this is what we should do for you know terrorists, domestic or foreign terrorists. You know you, you, what? You, you know, like some kid shot up a school, right? Uh, yeah, down yesterday. In, yesterday. Make him listen to the Christmas shoes. That should be for the rest of his life. And it's got to be so loud that you can't hear yourself think like you're in a drum almost, like in the loudest college football stadium you can imagine. But instead of fans cheering and screaming, you are punished by sitting in a very small, dark, isolated room that's very cold, maybe little mice walking around making you really uncomfortable. And then at full blast, they crank this. Sir, I want to buy these shoes. I'm sorry. For my mama, please. Just kill me. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Give me all the fentanyl at once. Just do it. Could you hurry soon? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. I'm so sorry for what I did. Yeah, these shoes will make a smile. Want her to look beautiful If mama meets Jesus tonight God, I'd rather meet the devil Just make it stop The Josh in a show 105.9 The Rock 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock uh, Happy birthday, Bette Midler Who uh, is responsible for the Christmas shoes of funerals <laughs> Um... <laughs> Uh, anybody who hasn't heard this in the car and cried or say they haven't cried, you're a liar. Um, the thing about Bette Midler is she's an insane person on social media, right? Like, she is insane. She's part of this crop of celebrities who, now that they have social media, feel like they can just tell the, like their fan base that they're morons and terrible and they're racists and bigots and everything else. I never had an issue with Bette Midler, right? She, I, I liked her in, I, look, real talk, I like, I like Beaches. That's a like, good one. The only part of Beaches I ever see, though, like, I don't know what the movie Beaches, like, how it starts. I don't know how they're friends. Spoiler alert. All I know is that Barbara Hershey has the cancer and she dies at the end and then this song plays. Somehow, when Beaches is on TV and I make that decision, I go, you know what? I'm going to flip on Beaches. It's always in the scene. Where Barbara Hershey's sitting on the beach, and then like the next scene, she falls down, and then she's dead, and then Bette Midler like adopts her kid, and Wind Beneath My Wings. 
that's all I ever see. It's like, Josh, you're guaranteed to cry. But I bring up Bette Midler because she's 76. And because I could argue that for me personally, uh-huh. I don't know that social media and politics has ruined my opinion of someone more than Bette Midler. Actually, I take that back. I hate Seth Rogen now, and I used to love Seth Rogen. Now that he's all, woke? It's, he's woke, and he's judgmental, and everybody's a racist, everybody's a homophobe, everybody's sexist. Social media has turned celebrities that we enjoy into lunatics. Cher, I can never unlove Cher. However, Cher is a lunatic on social media, and what social media has done, and what Trump ultimately did, was just drove these people so crazy, and social media has revealed their craziness... Mm-hmm. And now it makes it easier to hate them. Like, if you already thought celebrities were wackos you didn't care about, now you see them and you know for a fact they are lunatics and they are politically insane and I'd argue morally reprehensible. Therefore, it's easier to dislike them. Like, I told you, I hate Seth Rogen now. I hate Jonah Hill now. Like, I hate so many people that I used to really enjoy because you know now how they really feel about you if you don't agree with them politically or socially or whatever, that you're a scumbag. So why would I want to give you my money or attention, right? How do you, how do you feel about Richard Marks on Twitter? Richard Mar- Here's the thing about Richard Marks. <laughs> so Richard Marks, I like I love Richard Marks musically. <laughs> right. Like I love like Repeat Offender and all these albums and should have known better. Like I love Richard Marks. Yes. However... If I were to meet Richard Marks, I think Richard Marks would probably fist fight me. Punch like, you right like in the face? He would sock me in the face, and then he would like claim that he had sex with Jilly, because that's what he's like, yeah, I used to make the music that uh, your your girlfriends used to bang to. Like He says weird things like this to people, and like he is a lunatic. I did go down that rabbit hole on his Twitter one day, and I was like, well, I got to get off of here. But Richard Marks is a great example. Like 10 years ago, you wouldn't have known that Richard Marks thinks you're a monster of a human being. But now you know that Richard Marks, if you just agree with him in, in, in any way, thinks you're a racist, scumbag, homophobe, xenophobe, everything. Oh, he goes straight after the jugular. So, like, I'm at least amused by his social media because he's just angry. Some people I just, like, like Seth, like Seth Rogen annoys me because Seth Rogen I used to think was brilliant and funny. And yes. his humor was, it was irreverent and I liked it. I feel like he just got rich, got skinny, sold out, now just calls a bunch of people racist. Same with Jimmy Kimmel. I used to, uh, J- Jimmy Kimmel was one of my guys. He used to do great bits on the man show and was stern and everything. Oh, yes. And now I hate the guy because he would hate me. And it, even if it's not real that he would hate me, his character that he plays on television and the character he portrays himself as on social media would hate me. Yeah. Therefore, I don't like him. And social media and politics have ruined so many celebrities in that They way. have. And, uh, you know, kind of we talked about this off the air, but like Trump starting his own social media uh, conglomerate where people can go and voice their opinions on yeah, it. But I don't, like, honestly, I don't give a damn about Trump's social media and any of this junk. Like, all it is but a place. It gives, honest yeah. to God, you know what it is when there's an alternative, anything that's usually alternative like that, it's a place for the most extreme on the right side can go and bitch and espouse racist crap. It's a board. It's, all, it's, it's a sounding board for people. To, it's an echo chamber, and I don't need an echo chamber, so I'm not going to go join a Trump social media or anything like that, because then all you're doing is creating the right-wing version of Twitter, and it's all stupid. I don't need any part of that, but social media and I'd say politics and social media in the last five years probably have killed celebrities. It's the devil. There's very few people who I'm like, I actually still like that person. And most of those people are so like low on the celebrity scale, you know? Like, I like this guy. Well, yeah, but he's never going to do anything because he's, you know, he's a nobody. Like, no one cares, right? Like, follow on Twitter is Charlie Daniels. Well, Charlie Daniels is dead, but they still tweet for him. Very weird. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock, best documentary I've ever watched, History of the Eagles. Oh, Most so- boring documentary I've ever watched, this new one about the Beatles. I lasted about really? half hour. Does it ever get any interesting? It, I don't know. It does. Well, I'll have to find out. Right. 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock, Josh Ennis show, Beatles, Revolution. Uh, so I did something. I'm, I'm uh, Last year... Mm-hmm. I tried to get on Cameo when there was this big Cameo fad, right? Like everybody was stuck at home and it felt like everybody uh, was buy, you know, was buying Cameos for people, yeah. right? 
And I saw all these dopey radio people on there. Like, I've seen dopey local Nashville radio uh, hosts that are on there. I saw it when I was in Houston, Philadelphia. So I said, you know what? I'm going to try to get on Cameo. It was almost like a goof, right? Yeah. I thought this should be easy to get on there. No one's going to buy anything, but I'll, I'll get on there and I'll say, hi, I'm on there, whatever. Never got accepted. Ever. I'm looking at some of the dopes that are on this Cameo, and I'm like, how am I not on here? So then I randomly get an email over Thanksgiving that says, hi, this is such and such from Cameo, and you, welcome to the Cameo family. Just send us a video saying your name and my name so we can confirm your identity, and uh, and then you are going to be on Cameo. So I did it, and I'm waiting to hear back, but it sounds like I'm officially going to be on Cameo now. So I- I'm sitting here looking at Cameo, which is the most stupidest thing in the world, by the way. Okay, you buy wrestling belts for $250 okay. a pop. So don't tell me it's stupid to have somebody do a 30-second message. Like, if like if you, if you if Ric Flair could do a personalized message for you for like $200, I think you'd do it. Well, his on Cameo for uh, Ric Flair, it is... Uh... $500. I bet you'd pay $500 I would not for a personalized pay $500 for, I bet you I'm, would. I'm, so I'm looking here at cameos and like you can get, uh, let's see, Joe Gatto from, or Gatto from Impractical Jokers, $205. Well, I'm not going to charge $205. How much are you going to charge? Probably 25 bucks. There's a radio DJ on here who I don't even know and he's charging a dollar. A do- What's his name? Uh, his name is Dominic Naughty. No idea who that is. And, and he's, he's charging doing a, a buck? He's doing a buck, and he's got an upcoming live call. Okay, so uh, not interested in that guy. But I've seen local dudes here that, I don't know what they charge, but I've seen that there are dudes, I, I mean, put in somebody from Nashville that you know and see if they're on so, Cameo. So Lunchbox that's on the Bobby Bones show. Yeah. 50 bucks a Cameo. Okay, but Lunchbox is on like a thousand radio stations, right? right? And I guarantee you there's some housewife or some mom or someone that wants to get that. That's fine. I think I could get 25 bucks. I've worked in Philadelphia. I've worked in Houston. I have a following of people. I think that there would be people. Dude, I've had people pay for like my used coffee cups. And I, when I, I did a big thing uh, last Christmas, it was just selling a bunch of junk from my house. Yeah. Somebody bought a baseball card of me when I was nine years old. Like, you know how you can get them made for yourself, you know, when you're a Little League player? Yeah. For $100. I don't know why people do it, but they do. And I bet there are listeners of this show that would pay $25 for a cameo. I don't I think, think they, they would. I don't think I they think would. I think that. You're, like, you're selling me short. You're selling my local celebrity status short. Here's what we're going to do. If you start filming cameos, I'm going to do a side deal where I'm going to film you doing the cameos, and I'm going to give them to the people for like a buck. No, that's 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 illegal, I think. That's not illegal. I think that's illegal. I don't need you charging people for my cameos. I'm making my money. I don't make enough money as it is. I think people would buy a cameo. It's the I, holiday I, season. I don't think. What are you going to say? Hey, it's your buddy Josh Innes. Well, no, but that, they, they tell you, hey, it's Josh. Uh, say, hey, can you say hi to my my friend Steve? He hates you. And I'll be like, hey, Steve, I hear you hate me. I'm a radio guy. I can ramble on for an hour. That's what I do. Is there like a time limit of these videos that you have to do? I don't think there's a time limit. I think you can make them as long as you want. Like Lindsay Lohan, right? <laughs> People, Lindsay Lohan was charging like 500 bucks. And I and I, I, I kid you not, they were like eight seconds. She'd go, hey, Steve, I heard it's your birthday. It's Lindsay Lohan. Bye. Like me, I would actually put forth effort. I'm like a fat girl in the sack. I will perform all the stuff, mouth stuff and everything. Like I am so committed to it, right? I'm going to work hard for you because I know that I'm not Lunchbox from the Bobby Bones show or Ric Flair. So I will work hard on Cameo and I will perform great for you on Cameo. You will get more bang for your buck than you will with Ric Flair. Uh, yeah, true. Ric Flair is just w- odd. But I- I'm very interested in these cameos. I, I do want to see the person that's going to pay for a cameo I from you. I guarantee you they will. And whenever they finally get my stuff up there, I'm waiting to hear back to get the official thing, right? Yeah. Unless I'm being catfished and then I look like a dweeb sending <laughs> this video. To, to... <laughs> <laughs> like, like someone's like, we're screwing with this moron. That's gonna, that, That's where they're going to get you. All right. So, that. But that's the thing, though. So I tell you, there will be people who will spend. I'm going to start at 25 bucks. There are people who will spend $25. I think that's too much. To have me, uh, then what should I charge? $10. I, no, I'm charging $25. $10. $10 is not worth my time. Start at 5 Nope, I'm going $25. i am going I, 25 I'm, bucks. I'm, I'm looking at other like radio DJs and producers. Most of them are at 10 to $20. Most of them are not me. Most of them are not number one in Nashville. And most of them weren't number one in Philadelphia and Houston either. They don't have that cachet that I have. These are dopes. They're not legendary like myself. They can get $25 for a cameo. I'm looking at uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. Yep. $50 for personal use, $400 for a business. Okay, fine. Bubba the Love Sponge, more legendary than I am. So he's $50. This means I'm about half of Bubba the Love Sponge. There you go. The Josh Innes Show. 105.9 The Rock.
Dad? Yes, son? What does Santa get for Christmas? Probably an earful from the old battle axe. Marv! I'm coming, honey! The holidays are supposed to be fun. That's why we're shopping for you. It's 105.9 The Rocks. Tech the halls. Listen starting next Monday at 8, 10 a.m. for your chance to score the holiday's hottest gadgets, including AirPods, a Nintendo Switch, a security system, and more. And you don't even have to get us anything. That just makes the holidays better! Like vodka! What? Huh? Tech the halls. All next week on 105.9 The Rock. We've got those AirPods coming up. Ten minutes. Oh, my God. Here we go. WNRQ, Nashville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley-Davidson studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. All righty. Welcome in. Josh Innes Show. Josh in battle this morning. Glad you're with us. As I just mentioned, you're about ten minutes or so away from your chance to win AirPod Pros or the AirPods Pro. Uh, that's as part of Tech the Halls. That's coming up. Soon at 410, you'll have a chance to win a Marshall Bluetooth speaker, which is badass as well. They're pretty sweet. We're Tech in the Halls here to get you going. It is December now. How about that? We're already in December. So uh, Christmas is right around the corner. You'll be hearing lots of Christmas music, which apparently uh, makes you stressed. Again, it's it, you got the caveat is it makes you stressed if you had bad memories of Christmas. You know, like if someone, you know, got a little handsy at Christmas or, you know, whatever, like something Santa did or I don't know. Like if, if dad is always drunk on Christmas, Christmas music can bring back stressful memories. Not all. getting the Sega Genesis that I asked Santa for. Maybe a little bit different stress, but okay. Go. Go. 105.9 The Rock. Here's what's in the news today. You should know on the Josh Innes Show. All right, so we were talking about an earlier battle. NASCAR is coming back to Nashville. It is. Bristol Motor Speedway is going to do an agreement to rehabilitate the Fairground Speedway, which is uh, the last race there was in 84 that was a NASCAR Cup Series. Uh, We had one this summer down there in Lebanon at the Nashville Speedway, which was a big thing for us because it was a huge crowd. Uh, and they're looking at an estimated $75 million in upgrades for the fairground speedway. Oh, that's cool. And uh, if everything goes according to plan, they get it done, the first race should be about 2024. So in this area, NASCAR Cup Series. Because I've never been over to the fairgrounds. I've driven by. That's where the soccer stadium yes. is, right? The new soccer stadium. So that's going to be a hell of a complex over there. Then you got a big NASCAR track there with a, what looks like it's going to be an awesome setup over there with – you know, like a whole uh, like village almost. Yes. Of, now, and I'm assuming a lot of this stuff will be open year-round, like restaurants, bars, and right. stuff like that. I guess my concern would be, like, like I'm assuming that's what they're building in this complex, right? Yes, they're going to do that. Uh, they're going to increase the capacity from 18,000 to 30,000. So you think of, like, the great concerts that you could have there. You think of, like, the... Uh, the venues that are going to be around, the restaurants. Well, my only concern restaurant-wise would be is you've got a couple of, you know, they might have a, a big race every year and then some other smaller stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe some concerts, which, okay, fine. What happens, and then soccer will be there for X amount of dates, but what happens on like a Wednesday in, I don't know, July if nothing's going on there? You know what I'm saying? Like are those businesses potentially – like if you got a restaurant, there are people going to go to that to, to that part of town and say, "Hey, I'm going to go hang out at this restaurant." I would say that's a tough part. I think that you have to take into consideration there. I would say it would probably be like the Battery in Atlanta. That's the little city around uh, the Brave Stadium. Yes, but that's like a whole big thing, and, I, and it's already in the heart of like that little that Cobb County, yes. that downtown. Like this is, I mean, this is not like you're right next to the arena and then you're mm-hmm. on Broadway. This is kind of off the beaten path, right? Yeah. So, so are people going to make a trek over there specifically just to attend restaurants and other stuff there uh, if there's no race or concert or soccer game? Yeah, I would assume that they would. I mean, I think I would. Uh, I mean, you, you think of what they would put in there, and I would probably guarantee there would be a Hattie B's or a, like Nashville staple stuff that is going to be kind of like a okay for lunch that's not going to be a too big of a thing that if there's a day that goes by without people there but i mean where it's at it's it's over there near it's it's in a good location mm-hmm. so you can still get out on there if they have like shops and stuff like that Pe- people will go there for it okay. especially if you're able to do what they still do of like you could do the racing like you can hop in a race car and drive around the track and do tours and if they set up some stuff like that 
that'll be busy. Well, I'm sure every that day. they've covered their bases on this, but sometimes these areas build these big complexes, and granted, it doesn't affect any of us. It's not taxpayer money being used. So, yeah. I mean, none of us are going to get screwed over by it for the most part. So, uh, but I mean, you do have to look into that and say, will it be successful? Uh, what happens when there's not racing? What happens when there's not everything else that could happen there? So we'll see, but I'm sure they've covered their bases there. What else you got? So there's a new poll out asking people on social media, should Donald Trump be allowed back on Twitter? But yes, he should be. And because, uh, of course, Donald Trump is launching his own social media, which we talked about which earlier. Which is stupid. And uh, majority of the people said, yes, he should be allowed back on Twitter. Uh, one guy said, yes, the whole thing was a political fix in the first place. It seems that terrorists and thugs are OK to do as they like by Twitter rules. But uns- or, but successful political enemies are to be controlled. I agree with that. One hundred percent. Now, this was a I'm assuming a Fox Nation poll. Yes. <laughs> was it? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I, I'm sure this poll was not on CNN or MSN. NBC no. or any mainstream media because they'd all say no because they're lunatics. I just love the idea that you got a group of people who like fights for all this stuff, like voting rights, don't suppress voters, don't do this. But if you disagree with them politically, they have no issue with you being silenced and shut out and kept off of social media and fired from your jobs. Uh, these people are nuts. Yeah, is what it's, I'm it's a at. lot of it. It's like one person says the no's are smoking the yes votes big time. I, don't, I was like, what does that mean? I don't know that that's, I have uh, no I idea. That that's true. But, um, but so yeah. what percentage of it was it? Uh, 98% said yes. Yeah, so there you go. There's only like the 2% of people that are like weird, like, off the Like I just think about path. how crazy you have to be to say that someone you disagree with politically should be kept off. Like do you realize how insane you sound? You don't because you're insane. So insane people don't know they're insane for the most part. Think about how insane you are to say, well, I disagree with this person politically. So they should have no voice in anything you are crazy people it's uh i'm just kind of reading some more of the comments one was like yeah but he probably won't need to because he'll have all the good people with him at truth social oh yes of course <laughs> they'll all go over there and have their circle jerk it'll be fantastic like hey republicans hey we all love each other like like that's not the answer like the answer to things is not well let's just go create our own sandbox where we can espouse our views with no opposition there like that's it's all insane we're just gonna take our ball and go the home people are crazy but i in their defense, they're getting shut out of Twitter, so I get why they're doing it. But the whole damn thing is insane. It's it's absurd is what it is. All right. So we're about uh, five minutes away from those AirPods. Tech the halls. So call here in about five minutes for your chance to win those. Five start, minutes. Five minutes. Call in five minutes, okay? About, uh, I don't know, 12 after call. Don't come around here no more if you're those prize pigs, damn it. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Josh Ennis Show, glad you're with us today. Hey, did you see the Preds last night? Five goals for <laughs> Philip Scoresberg. <laughs> Jeez. That was stupid last night. Like, I haven't been following uh, the, the hockey as much as I should be, but, you know, because honestly, I just thought the Predators would stink and there was no need to. Yeah. But they're not terrible. I think they found their stride. Knock on wood. I went to, uh, and again, they're a young team. I mean, so we'll see what they do. But, um,. I went to a game a couple weeks ago on a Saturday, and it was great. It was an overtime game. They won it in a shootout. It was fun, you know. And, you know, games in Smashville are obviously great. But like, last night, I have the game on kind of in the background, and they just keep scoring. In fact, they scored six goals last six, night. Yeah. Six, nothing was the uh, the final score in last night's game. Six. So a, uh, a pretty impressive uh a pretty impressive outing from uh, the Preds last night. Just whipped some ass. I mean, you look at them again, they're 12-9-1. I mean, like, I think most people thought they'd be dreadful. And who knows? Maybe they'll fall off a cliff. That's very possible. But so far, they haven't sucked. No. So good for them. It gives you something to get into here in Nashville. So good game last night from the Preds. All right, so here's what we got. We have got your chance to win right now. Your chance to win AirPods Pro. These AirPods as part of Tech the Halls. Caller 10 right now, 615-737-1059. 615-737-1059. Tech the Halls AirPods Pro. We got them for you. Caller 10 right now. They are yours. We still have to do Gonna Have a Good Day. And by the way, a wonderful story involving how smart dogs are. Ooh. That's coming up. Gonna have a good day. We'll have that for you here in about, I'd say, 11 minutes or so. Stay there. Josh Innes Show. 105.9 The Rock.
soft on me. He's such a softie. It's the Josh Innes Show. And we're going to have a good day. All righty, let's see here. It's going to be a good day. I'm going to the zoo. So I get to see all these um, enslaved animals. You like going birth. to the National Zoo today? I or? am going to the zoo. Yes. I have a membership there. Oh, good for you. For the uh, kid. Jilly uh, wants to go to the zoo, and we had nothing else to do today. So we're going to the zoo. I uh, like to me. I go to the zoo. I feel bad for the animals. I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're taken care of. And I'm not trying to be that guy. I know I sound like a real wet blanket here, but like I see these animals. I'm like, I'm fairly certain that lion would prefer to be like out in the wild. But then on the other hand, if that lion's out in the wild, there's a chance he gets killed. But then again, if he's out in the wild, there's a chance that since he's a lion, he's going to kill a lot of things and he's going to get to feel like a man. Can you imagine being that level of emasculated as a male lion to be in a zoo when in reality, you're out supposed to be just just out there, you know, poontanging around with all the lady lions and out there killing gazelles and stuff. And instead, you're just sitting in a damn cage like I feel bad for the lions hanging out. I don't like it. But uh, today, going to have a good day. Story out of Chicago. There was a building fire, a fire in the basement of a building that was working its way up. People lived in this building and they were asleep. How were they alerted to the fact that there was a fire and people need to be rescued? Well, that would be a pit bull, a pit bull in the house. Not not the pit bull. <laughs> Mr. 305. Yeah, he's like, like, he's like <laughs> there's a fire, darling. Like, no, it's no, not he like He starts that. singing fireball. You got this. <laughs> fireball. Mr. 305. No, no not that pit bull. <laughs> a, an actual pit bull terrier. That's great. Smelled the smoke, I suppose, and heard screams that this seven-year-old boy and his mother did not hear. So the pit bull runs over to them and wakes them up, and they're like, what do you want? What do you want? The dog's name was Chicago. Why? Like, what do you like? What do you want? What do you want? They find out the place is on fire. They get out of the house. See? They get out of the building. Dogs are the absolute best. Good boys and girls are the best. Except for mine. Mine don't. Mine wouldn't. Mine would just be like, they can die. We don't care. Yeah, well... Luther, uh, Luther may do the same thing. I don't know. But Luther would get out of the house and just be like, "Well, I'm good." Dogs are the absolute best. I love stories like that where dogs help save people. They're so smart. How are dogs so smart? And the best thing about it is, as you said, it was a, a pit bull terrier mix. Yeah. Pit bulls always get the bad rap. Like yeah, I have a pit bull lab jerks. mix. Yes, yeah, I have a pit bull lab mix. Sweetest dog ever. Glory is amazing. That story right there just solidified. Hey, it's not the dog. Don't bully the breed, bro. Yes. Don't do it. So that's a good story today. Going to have a good day on the Josh Ennis Show. Also got the dumbass coming up here in a little bit as well. Dumbass of the day. Lots still to do. But right now, it's the clash. Should I, sta- should I stay or should I go? 1059 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. This day, 1989, Christmas Vacation came out. Only problem is he's got a little bit of Mississippi leg hound in him. If the mood catches him right, he'll grab your leg and just go to town. <laughs> you don't want him around if you wear his short pants, if you know what I mean. <laughs> A word of warning, though, if he does lay into you, it's best to just let him finish. I'd say that this is kind of replaced, at least for me, certainly. Like, this is the, the staple. Like, there are two movies I watch on Christmas Eve, right? Okay. It is Christmas Vacation, and it is uh, Bad Santa. You don't watch Elf? Uh, don't uh, Elf really? I've, it's fine, but Christmas Eve, like a lot of people watch Christmas Story on Christmas yeah. Eve, right? Like it's on all day and all, and all night. For me, there are two must-watch Christmas movies, and it's Christmas Vacation. Yep, and it's uh, Bad Santa. Bad Santa is actually my favorite. I think Bad Santa is one of the most brilliant movies ever. Then Christmas Vacation, but that's going to be our Christmas Eve here in a couple weeks. We're going to sit around and get drunk, me and Jillian Luther, <laughs> and we're going to watch Christmas Vacation, and we're going to watch Bad Santa, and we're going to quote these two movies nonstop, and it's going to be the best Christmas Eve. Did you like the Bad Santa 2, the sequel? It was okay. It was okay. I liked it because it was Billy Bob Thornton, but the movie itself was not it really was good. It was kind of just like, hey, let's capitalize on what we have with the first well, one. The problem is, you capitalized on it like 15 years after the fact, yeah, or 12 years after the fact, so it, it didn't feel had to the same. speed people up. Yeah, our, our Christmas tradition is, is, of course, we watch... Uh, Christmas Vacation, which uh, for the first time two years ago was when the first time I ever saw that movie. How? How is that possible? I know my I'm wife. My by wife. This. My wife. That is like her absolute favorite movie. Like the three movies that it has to be in our house on Christmas is, of course, uh, Christmas Vacation, Elf, and A Christmas Story. 
And I had just saw Christmas Vacation. How for the, the first hell time. is that possible? But I, and here's the thing. Like, I'm, seen, I'm outraged. I've How? seen all the other National Lampoon's vacation movies except for that one. How have you seen Vegas Vacation but that not was, seen Christmas let Vacation? Let me tell you. Vegas Vacation was the first of those How movies that I possible? ever saw. How is this possible? And I saw that movie at Rivergate 8, the uh, the old movie theater next to Rivergate Mall. I remember watching it there. How? Is this even I have possible? no idea. Like Christmas Vacation is the Christmas movie. It, it is. It ain't Home Alone. It ain't Christmas Story. It ain't Christmas Carol or Scrooge, which is great, but it ain't, it's none of that. I know. Christmas Vacation is now the new classic. It has surpassed uh, Christmas Story and any of these other movies. How how did you just see it two years ago? My wife would always quote it, and sometimes I'd be like, "What are you quoting?" I'd like to say, you, you serious, Clark? And she would do that, and uh, I don't know why the carpet's wet. That uh, stuff. That's not the line. It's or whatever, why is the carpet whatever, all wet, Todd? I'm telling you. I that don't part. know, Margo. N- Everyone knows this. Not me up until two years ago. How? Like, you spend all your time buying wrestling belts and everything, and you didn't I take the tell- time to watch Christmas Vacation? I can tell you about other things other than that, and then I finally watched it about two years ago, and we still watch it to this day, and uh, throwing a wrench into it now that our four-year-old, his, his thing is ha- uh, home alone but i also think and i have this debate all the time die hard is a christmas staple in our house it is a christmas that's movie. fine i'm totally cool with that but yes i've ne- i saw christmas vacation for the first time two years ago you disgust me i'm sorry i don't know how that's I even possible shut you. up though jack blade shut up <laughs> I yes know. no i was unaware that we had the zero intro version of high oh. enough <laughs> now here's damn yankees I- 1059 The Rock. It's the Josh Innes Show. Dumbass. The Josh Innes Show. On 1059 The Rock. Hold on. Stop. Stop. Pump the brakes. Time out. Perhaps I'm the dumbass of the day. I forgot to take that out of auto. Look at me. I'm sitting here about to call someone else stupid. And I'm over here messing everything up. I got so wrapped up in damn Yankees. I was so locked in. And then I forgot to, to hit the right button. But anyway. Here's one for you. A man in West Virginia was caught speeding recently. He tried to distract the cops by calling 911 to report a gas station robbery across town. Like, it's like it's like the story didn't even make sense. So, like, I'm, I, was the guy pulled over? Uh, like, I, I don't know. Let's see. This is in uh, West Virginia. Deputies said a man was charged after he made a false robbery call when he and several people were pulled over in a speeding vehicle. Matthew Hammock, 27, of Charleston, was arrested Thursday after a deputy made a traffic stop on a vehicle speeding on Interstate 64. And according to uh, the, the news release, there's these guys get pulled over. Uh-huh. They got pulled over, and the guy made a 911 call to report a robbery to try to get people off the scent. Did not work. Guy still got arrested. You can't do stuff like that. Yeah. When dispatchers called the phone that was used to dial 911 to report the alleged robbery, a phone in the back seat of the car that was stopped started ringing. So that's how they got busted. What a way to do it. What a way to do it, you dopes. All right, anyway, so there's your dumbass of the day coming to you from West Virginia. Don't many of them, though? Like, people say so much about Florida. I feel like West Virginia's pretty close with Florida on dumbasses. I could be wrong. Dumbass of the day, we do it for you every day. Now, those previously scheduled commercials. Dad? Yes, son? What does Santa get for Christmas? Probably an earful from the old battle axe. Marv! I'm coming, honey! The holidays are supposed to be fun. That's why we're shopping for you. It's 105.9 The Rocks. Tech the halls. Listen starting next Monday at 8, 10 a.m. for your chance to score the holiday's hottest gadgets, including AirPods, a Nintendo Switch, a security system, and more. And you don't even have to get us anything. That just makes the holidays better! Like vodka! What? Huh? Tech the halls. All next week on 105.9 The Rock. Flying high again, the Oz Man. Not Donnie Osmond. The Oz Man. Imagine that. Here we go. WNRQ, Nashville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley Davidson Studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. What if we did just start playing Donnie Osmond one day? Do we even have Donnie Osmond in the system? Fun fact we do not. <laughs> Another fun fact we will soon. Because, uh,. Uh, uh, like Donnie, uh, we have one Osmonds song. What in is here. it? 
Hold on, let me see if I can find it for you here. Hold on. We have one Osmond Brothers song. Here we go. There you go. There's a jam for you. I don't even know anybody that knows this song. I can tell you've been hurt by that look on your face, girl. Obviously, you do. Yeah, I do. I'm the only one. And like some woman who's in her music. But back in the day, she was all about old Donnie and Meryl and the rest of the Osmonds. I don't know them all. There were a lot of them, though. One bad apple don't spoil a whole bunch, girl. Oh, give it one more before you give up on love. There's a jam for you. They're going to be like, where did this influx of Donny Osmond songs come from? Like, why do we have Soldier of Love in the system now? Why is a sacred emotion in the system? Well, they're, they're there because Josh Ennis wanted them. Could she be mine? Where'd that come from? I don't even know what that is, but we're going to have it in the system now. All right, good uh, news, though, uh, while we're talking about things uh, that are edible, like bad apples. Horrible transition. <laughs> <laughs> Just a dreadful transition. I don't know what that even meant. But uh, you talked about Phil Forsberg earlier scoring four goals. Yeah. Well, over at Hattie B's, all Hattie B's locations, by the way, across town today, uh, they will have free tendies. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, for the number of goals that were scored by Phil Forsberg. Uh-huh. That's how many free tendies you get. Yo, that's free lunch right there. Bro, that's four free tendies. So... If you're feeling frisky and want to go over to Hattie B's, uh, four free tenders, right? Me, I mean, that's how, what he ended up with, right? He had four goals. Let me give you some so, advice with yeah, Hattie B's. Nah. There's always a long line there, right? Yeah. Well, don't go to the one downtown, right? I mean, that's- there, there's that one, but there's also one in like West Nashville and a couple other ones. But here's, here's, here's the secret advice that I'm going to give you. Okay. Order your food to go. Call it in ahead of time. Oh, yeah. You can just get right in. And you walk right past the line, you get your food, and then you plop down on the table. That sounds like that's breaking some rules. I, I guess there are no rules. No. I, it's not couth. Is that what I'm looking for? No. Is that I, frowned upon? I don't think so. They never said anything to me about it. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. There you go. And you don't have to wait in that line. If anybody's got lessons on how to cheat the food system, I guess it's battle. So there you go. Hattie B's today. There's, I think, four free tendies then everywhere. All the Hattie B's locations. You want to go get some shut the clucks up? <laughs> no, I do not. My B-hole doesn't <laughs> want that either because that was a rough day after that. Aerosmith, we're living on the edge on the R-O-C-K. 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's Classic Rock. Here I go again. It's White Snake. Josh Ennis Show, glad you're with us today. Today, uh, today, 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 we gave away AirPods. AirPods Pro is part of Tech the Halls. Coming up at 410, Big Rig has your chance to win a Marshall Bluetooth Speaker, and you say this thing's pretty badass. It is. It looks like a Marshall amp. That's badass. See, that's. And I like when these speakers have a cool look about them, and not just you know like a little thing that looks like one of those uh, like a roller that you put on your back. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah, we've I'm, got one of those that we have in like our that. fire pit out back. But it's like the Marshall Bluetooth speakers are really really cool. So we're giving one of those away at 410. Oh, that is badass. And it looks like a Marshall amp. And I don't know which one it is that we're giving away. Like I'm looking at them and some of them range from like 250 to like 500 bucks. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I want this. How Jonathan, how can I get one of these? This they, like this would even just look cool in a house. Like it looks cool. And it, it's a it's we I'm telling you these things are loud too. Like, I mean, maybe maybe we can convince the listener, whoever wins it, because we get all their information. Maybe if we say, hey, we'll swap you out tickets for this if you let us have that speaker. I don't know that we're allowed to do that, but you know Probably what? I'm not. willing to take a chance for one of these Bluetooth speakers. It would just, and it, would, it wouldn't feel out of place in your house. Like, it would look like a nice piece of, like, almost rustic. I don't know if rustic's the right word, but it would fit in your house. Like, a lot of times yeah. your Bluetooth speaker just looks stupid in your house, right? This is pretty freaking cool. I want one of these. And Marshall's done a really good job. Their Bluetooth's like, here's this one that literally looks like a little small amp. That is badass. I want one. So anyway, that's today. 410, a Marshall Bluetooth speaker. Big Rig's got it for you at 410. Tomorrow morning at 810, we'll have your Audio-Technica turntable. Huh? It's all here as part of Tech the Halls on the Rock. The Josh Innes Show on 105.9 The Rock. Finish what you started. It's Van Halen on 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Josh Innes Show. 
It's Josh and Battle this morning. Of course, Battle has not seen, well, he didn't see Christmas Vacation until two years ago. Correct. And I'm overly appalled by this. I don't know why. I, like, I don't get enraged over, I, what am I saying? I get enraged over a lot. But, like, this has got me irrationally angry that he hadn't seen it until two years ago. It was, it was also two years ago that I saw Christmas Story for the first time as well. My God, who are and we? And we went to the Christmas Story house this year when me and Tiffany went to uh, Ohio. What are you? I know, I'm sorry. Here's the offspring on The Rock. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's Classic Rock, Josh Ennis Show. We're getting out of here. Uh, I'm going to the zoo this afternoon at some point. Nice. So, uh, and watch the animals look miserable. I'm going to go and uh, try out a new gyro place. I think gyro? it's a gyro place. Gyro? Not gyro? a gyro. I, I think Jilly would punch you in the face. She probably if, would. It's over there next to your gym, by the way. It's the gyro king. There you go. The gyro. I think we, didn't we have this debate like five we, months ago? I think we did. Year, I think it's gyro. The redneck in me calls it a gyro. Uh, you said a gyro. Gyro. I don't know what you, I'm saying half the time. You can't even get it straight. You can't even get your malapropism straight. So no. anyway, we're getting out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. Josh Innes Show. On 105.9. Dad? Yes, son? What does Santa get for Christmas? Probably an earful from the old battle axe. Marv! I'm coming, honey! The holidays are supposed to be fun. That's why we're shopping for you. It's 105.9 The Rocks. Tech the halls. Listen starting next Monday at 8, 10 a.m. for your chance to score the holiday's hottest gadgets, including AirPods, a Nintendo Switch, a security system, and more. And you don't even have to get us anything. That just makes the holidays better! Like vodka! What? Huh? Tech the halls. All next week on 105.9 The Rock. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.